This show is a part of the Versus the Universe Network. For more information on Versus the Universe, go to versustheuniverse.com. That's vstheuniverse.com. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Hey everybody, welcome to Digital Dumpster Diving, where we dig through digital games and movies, trying to find something worth our time and maybe yours. Will we find trash or treasure? I'm Matt Peters, and with me as always is Dave Martin. Dave, how are you feeling tonight? I am doing fantastic, especially now that I'm probably done with this game. Yes. Also, Dave, you're a liar. So, let's keep <laughs> on rolling. <laughs> now that we've established that aspect gonna call you out live on the mic like that boom <laughs> yes roasted as michael scott says anywho um yeah we, we we have a game that we covered on this episode today um what, what's the name of that game again there dave a step into darkness yeah it's um a little forgettable and that's why i keep forgetting the name of it you'll you'll see for yourself when we get to the review but before we get started of course we got to pay the bills we got to thank our family over at the versus the universe podcast network there are a lot of great shows for you folks to check out we're on itunes we're on basically all your your streaming services for uh, your, your podcast needs. Uh, there's also a great Patreon program that we have going on where you can get all kind of exclusives that other listeners won't get. So get the full experience. Check out the Versus the Universe Patreon and check out the upcoming Geek Show, man. We got a Geek Show coming out. It's going to be about puppets. You like puppets, right, Dave? Oh, I love puppets. They're great. <laughs> there you go lying again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Who doesn't like puppets? Everybody likes puppets. (laughs) So, yeah, check it out. Um, Got some great podcasts out right now, some great ones coming up. All stuff that we can be proud of here at Digital Dumpster Diving. We're proud to be members of the Versus the Universe Podcast Network. Shout out to all our brother and sister shows out there. All right, we should get into this. We should go ahead and dive right in to the game that we covered, which is called that one game a step into darkness yes yes well you know, i really don't want to talk about that game so we're going to actually take a step back and talk about a game we played a while ago oh so if any of you remember uh moirai or however it's pronounced um yeah. it was a game on steam we played a while ago and it was a really clever i i shouldn't say gimmick but the whole premise of the game was completely unique and it was really really short and we said everyone should absolutely play it yeah um, you can't anymore, so we hope you took our advice on that. <laughs> right, because us both saying that you should play something is something that rarely happens. But what's interesting, and you were kind of telling me about this, is that the reason why it got taken down was because of a, a neat little bonus feature, I guess you could call it in the game, where you make a, a moral decision a few times throughout the game. And based on that decision, you receive an email um, because they do ask you for your email address in the game, uh, and, and you'll you'll get the results uh, sent to you as to the uh, the fate of your character after your game is already over. I thought that was a really cool thing, man. It's unfortunate that people won't be able to experience that. You know, and 
I I have a couple of test email accounts for things like that, so that if if the people are asking for it for something bad and abuse it, I usually know because I start getting junk mail. Yeah. Um, and then I'll make a new test email account, and they didn't abuse it. It wasn't any problem. But the reason they shut it down is because someone kept repeatedly trying to hack into their system, and it was just a small, I think either one person or two people who made the game, and they just didn't have the resources to fight that kind of a thing off, and so to prevent people's emails from being stolen and used for nefarious purposes they said i'm sorry we're done we can't do it but it was basically a group game where your fate is you decide the fate of someone else and they decide and someone else then subsequently decides your fate as a result of your questions and you don't realize that's happening while you're playing until after it ends right and it was a really cool thing, and now it's gone. Yeah, it was a cool feature. I mean, of course, with any games like this, it's not going to have the highest production value, and that was one of the uh, value adds for this experience. So, of course, it being a one- or two-man dev team, it, it's it's unrealistic to expect them to really you know, bust their butts for a free game to go out there and try to um, you know, put up further... I guess firewalls to make sure that hacking doesn't take place instead of just pulling the plug on this experiment. So, you know, we, we do appreciate the hard work that these folks did on the game. Um, and I, I hope that that is something similar is, is built into games in the future. It was, it was unique. It was different. Yes. And this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. That's right. I guess, um, since we're avoiding talking about the game, uh, <laughs> shout out to Humble Bundle. Uh, this is a service that's been going on for years now. The majority of people who are hearing my voice already know about it, but you may have forgotten about it. You may have kind of just tuned it out over time, but I just want to kind of give my testimony about Humble Bundle. It's so cool because... Not only are you getting to experience some games that you might have skipped for a very low price, like a fraction of what you would normally pay for just one of those full games. And it sounds like a paid advertisement, but I assure you folks, it is not. So not only are you getting to check out all these games for a low price, but you also get to choose where your money goes. So you have three options. You can either give uh, the entire nut to the humble bundle team that puts these packages together. You can give it to the developers of the games that you're purchasing, or you can donate money to charity. Um, and I know I said you have your choice of those three things, but what's even better is, is that you can divvy up the money that you spend in these different categories. There's like a little slider bar, so you can even have fun doing that. Uh, so you can put 20% with humble bundle. You can put 100% with a charity if you want to, whatever floats your boat. So that's that. In addition to that, there's like a high score screen. So if you decide to donate quite a bit of cash, uh, you can get your name put up in like the top 10 donators. And what a lot of people do is, and I think it's, it's kind of clever, they end up putting like, you know, their Twitter handle in there or the name of their company just to kind of get the word out about their brand. And I mean, to be honest with you, I'm more likely to check out a brand that I know already is like, okay, these guys are donating money to charity. That's what I know them from. Let me see what they're all about. I'll at least give them that courtesy. So this is actually the way that I ended up playing that mobile game called The Room years ago. And uh, I was talking about this in the Chicago Nerd Social Club group. 
uh, the room four is, is about to come out. But I never would have heard of the first one, which is this very, like, you know, atmospheric puzzle game. Very well done. Admittedly, better than everything we've reviewed on this show so far. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you haven't checked out the room on your mobile devices, it's on Android. It's on, uh, you know, the, the iOS of course, the iOS. Now I'm sounding like the old man I accused you of sounding like last episode. Um, but yeah, it's, my lawn. It, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Your lawn is everywhere. No, the room <laughs> is everywhere you want to be. Um, and it's it's a great experience. Uh, if you catch it at the right time, it's free. Otherwise, it's going to cost you like a buck ninety nine. But it is definitely worth that. Uh, even Monument Valley. Monument Valley is a weird game that I discovered through an episode of house of cards of all places but the next month it was on humble bundle and i ended up getting that and a few other cool games uh with it you know for whatever i donated that's my business so i'm not telling you how much i donated to humble bundle and i don't want to brag about it either because that'd be weird if you haven't checked it out in a while it's worth going to look at they have a store now as well where you can purchase uh games for a discounted price as well but the main pull is still there you can still get your humble bundle for whatever you decide to pay and there are incentives if you donate more i'm rambling now so i'm going to stop and we are finally going to talk about that game we're avoiding talking about thank you folks for listening (laughs) <laughs> well, you might be done selling, but I'm not. So one of the cool things about Humble Bundle is that frequently the games come in a bundle, as the name suggests. Ah, yeah. If there are a few of the games you want and a couple of games you either already own or don't want to play, it's really easy to give some of the games in the bundle to other people. Send them the gift codes. It's great. And so, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Um, So, a step into darkness. Okay. So uh, I'll add one more thing about Humble Bundle. I forgot, and you reminded me by mentioning the codes, the majority of the games that you get are going to be on Steam, but sometimes they do have the mobile bundles, which are the ones I was talking about. They very rarely, but they have had like Nintendo Humble Bundles before, where you can get like a slew of games for your 3DS, your Wii U, what have you. Like I have Shantae on 3ds i've never played it but i have it sitting there waiting for me if i ever get the uh the inclination oh or if i ever get another 3ds because i gave mine to somebody <laughs> don't <laughs> and i had one of those cards that yeah i'm not gonna uh indict myself on the air okay so yes a step into darkness <laughs> a step into darkness a step is an into that horror game gets you which criminal. is oh go ahead Wow, it was really, really bad. It was. So they they have this description of it. And I if you make the mistake of playing this game, I do recommend that you read the the full Steam description because it tells you several plot points that the game itself doesn't let you know at all. Yeah. But anyway, A Step Into Darkness is an indie horror game in which you play as a journalist desperate to redeem himself after he makes the biggest mistake of his life, which he tells you about in a very dramatic voice in the intro to the game. You are sent on a mission into the woodlands to find and document the most mysterious of creatures, which doesn't make sense having actually played the game. Right. Woodland creatures. (laughs) So are they like sprites or deer or... Yeah. Gnomes, yes. perhaps? No. It's gnomes. It's David the Gnome. They're so little, though, <laughs> you can't see them. And the texture is just not 
of any sort of quality. In fact, let's start there. Let's start with the, with the graphic quality of the game. So it was built in Unity. My first impression of this game is it looked a lot like the Stanley Parable. Just because of the long hallway that seemed to be in a, in a business office, and it was very quiet. There was nothing going on there. But where it differentiates from the Stanley Parable is that all the doors are basically just scenery. There's nothing you can do in this hallway except go through the door at the end of the hallway. That's all you got. Yeah, it was... The graphics already just kind of like jump out at you. I'm not expecting magic. I'm not expecting something, you know, on the level of like a, a Horizon Zero Dawn or something like that. But I'm expecting something besides the Money for Nothing video, you know? Lend your chicks for free? Exactly. The very same. Yes. I was expecting something a little bit more than that. I, even that, if it was done the right way, if it was done with that aesthetic... Like 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 the, like that episode of Reboot that those guys were on, that would be fine. But it seemed like it was just half finished and pushed out the door. It being a green light game, okay, I get it. It was just kind of in the test phase, but it was nowhere near ready for prime time. They they should have kept that, you know, in the incubator for a little bit longer. Well, and people, I didn't, so I wasn't aware of all the backstory behind this game, but it was a Steam Greenlight game. It just released, the full release was about a week ago, Oh, but it was out in February, and people were playing, and I've been trying to figure stuff out on this, and there were all sorts of problems that were supposedly resolved, which haven't been resolved, and it was hardly playable, at least the second chapter also yeah to say the least in the first chapter you have the ability to hop for some reason if you press the space bar you can kind of jump in the air a little bit um unless i miss something that feature has no purpose whatsoever i tried to jump on tables jump on couches everything i could jump on nothing worked at all when you load up the second chapter um, when you're out in the wild, in the open, all of a sudden your jump does not work anymore. So I don't know what the reason for that was. It's a small thing to nitpick on, but it's very noticeable. I, I like to jump when I'm playing first-person games for some reason. I don't know why. It's just something I like to do. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the controls... I'm sorry. Jumping would help you get away from the gnomes and yeah. <laughs> when they try to bite your feet and... So they took away the jumps. So you couldn't get away from the gnomes. That's right. That's right. You know, because of the situation going on with my Achilles tendon right now, I can't jump in real life. So one of my few joys is jumping in a video game, and they took that away from me already. That's 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 a demerit in my book. <laughs> the other thing I know about... you can't see, it, but I'm shaking my fist at them. I'm shaking my <laughs> fist in rage because they took away your ability to jump. I would expect nothing less, my friends. So <laughs> they also neglected to mention the fact that you can i don't want to say run because as you mentioned you know before we went on air it's not really a run it's more of kind of the beginning of a jog my buddy archie would call it a folly run you know how when people are crossing the street and they kind of like pump their arms like they're trying to move faster but they're going the same speed yeah so it's like it's like olympic speed walking kinda it's just to give the illusion of them trying to hurry across the street because they don't have the right of way but they're really just being inconsiderate and putting on a show. It really doesn't do anything besides, I guess, make them feel better about themselves. But I digress. Pushing the shift button 
doesn't do anything besides kind of like make your character kind of jut forward for a half a second and then it's just back to walking. Yay! And this is the full release. This is the full game that we were playing here. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I guess maybe we should rate it and go to the spoiler section because I, I don't know if there's anything else that we can discuss that oh. will not spoil the game. In some ways, I want to give them credit because they had some decent ideas behind the game. Maybe it's a ripoff on Slenderman games. Maybe it's not really that original. But they, they, they were trying to go for something. Okay. The execution is absolutely abysmal, both in terms of gameplay, in terms of voice acting, which I'll get into more in the spoiler section. The execution was just bad. Yes. Across the board. I want to give them something better. Like, I can tell they were going for something better. But there were things that they could have easily fixed, and they didn't care to easily fix them. And I'll get into the spoilers, because there are things that were easily fixable. Yes. And they they didn't care to, so I'm going to give it a, a toxic sludge. Yeah, there's really no other choice but to give this a toxic sludge this time around. It's it's a game in the very loose loosest definition of the word it it punishes you unrelentingly for not knowing how to play with directions that you weren't given and that is to me uh, it's, a, it's a failure as, as far as game design goes if if you make a game that you can't even give your player the proper direction controls besides like a little blurb at the bottom left hand corner of the screen that's inconsiderate that that does not make a good game so yeah toxic sludge well you know if you had gone into the options screen you would have seen the control scheme except if you go to the options screen it says the options screen is disabled ah! <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even joking oh wow <laughs> You have no options. None. No <laughs> options at all. That's all you got. <laughs> it's the illusion of options. So, uh, we've now both rated it, and it's the obvious rating. Let's get into the spoiler section of our show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any desire to go into this game fresh based Don't. on what we've told you so far, and if you have, you haven't been listening. Well, you want to go ahead and shut the show off right now. We're about to get in spoiler territory, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, buckle your seatbelts and put your trays in the upright position. We're going in. So, as I mentioned earlier, the in the options, you try to go to options, it's says it's not there. They have already released a patch for this game, which supposedly fixed stuff. Yep. Um, I don't know what it fixed, but it, I... The game crashed for me at least 15 times. Um, oh, you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's buggy. It's buggy, to say the least. So you, you get the option to go into the game. Um, you play, and then you could choose which chapter. There are three chapters, and in theory, they're going to be adding more. In practice, do something else with your time. Yeah, yeah. I know sometimes the phrase is don't threaten me with a good time. Don't threaten <laughs> me with a bad time either. Please. Like, really, don't. Don't threaten me with a bad time. I have no desire to play any more of this game. And this is coming from me. I, I basically wiped out 
repeatedly. Uh, the 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 title font is in the same font as the game Manhunt, which is a bad sign already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know there were some fans of that, but just like it wasn't a very imaginative font when you think about it. I mean, it worked for the uh, you know the found footage videotape sort of thing, but that's not the, that's not what this game was going for. As you're walking through the woods in the second level, I don't know if you noticed, but He's got something in his right hand. I want to say it's his cell phone because he's talking to his buddy or his, you know, his boss or whatever. And it looks like his hand just gets a mind of its own. It starts contorting in a very strange way that I, I hope they would somehow build into the story because it was just very noticeable. It almost looked like he was like flipping off the player as we were playing, <laughs> which would be understandable because the game is just a giant FU to video games in the first place. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, see, they never worked that into the story, but let's go into the story a little bit. Sure. So as I mentioned earlier, a lot of the story, you're not going to understand if you don't read the intro, which is not a part of the game. It's on steam, but it's not a part of the actual game. Right. So apparently you, your character, which doesn't get explained shot your girlfriend or wife i think it's girlfriend accidentally you went into the garage there were some noises and then you shot this thing in the dark which happened to be her now she's in a coma um the the game only tells you that something happened to your girl she's in a coma and you're gonna go to jail and you can't pay her medical bills and etc etc so some guy which may be your boss (laughs) is telling you to go go to the woods. The the guy who is your boss is was actually I think he did a good job on the voice acting. That was the only character whose voice acting was half decent. Yeah. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. The boss character's voice acting was was actually pretty good. It was the main character's voice acting that really was just awful and to give you folks an idea of what this voice acting was like from the main character if you watch commercials during adult swim it's the the same delivery that the decker character has on those ads it's one of those tim and eric shows uh (laughs) that might be a deep cut another reference is that movie the room not the game i was talking about earlier which is excellent but the movie the room with uh tommy wiseau i believe his name is that same sort of just deadpan, just trying his best to be just dramatic, but failing miserably. Dramatic and tough. So Kung Fury as well. The <laughs> um, It was a little bit like Kung Fury, uh, the main character on that. Yeah, yeah. But Kung, it, Fury, Kung Fury did it well and on purpose is the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the other problem I had with it too was the, uh, the volume. Like... When the main character was talking, it seemed like it was just super loud. But when, uh, you know, the party on the other end of the phone in the first level was speaking, it was incredibly low. So I was frequently, like, turning up the volume, turning it down, turning it up, turning it down. And I'm not even talking about just, like, a smidgen. It was, like, a noticeable valley between these two volumes. Well, and then when you transition from Chapter 1 to Chapter 2 and go in this car ride... The music was so much louder than the rest of everything. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. That whole moment was reminiscent of, I think, maybe Silent Hill 3, where they had the lounge singer in the intro <laughs> as you're driving through the town. It just felt very odd. But yeah, 
Uh, speaking of audio issues, when you do start to pick up the uh, the tapes, uh, the notes from Frank in level two, you can pick up two or three of those at the same time, and guess what? They'll play them all at the same time. <laughs> you know, that may be a good thing, because if you listen to them individually, you can tell that the, vo- that the guy who did the recording forgot to turn the notifications off on his phone, <laughs> and you're getting notifications the whole time, except it doesn't fit within the plot of the game. Right. And that's, it was, it was obvious, it was terrible, and that's something that if they had cared about anything, they should have fixed. Unless they paid the voice actor so much that they couldn't afford to, and if they paid that voice actor, they shouldn't have. He was terrible. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was. So, (laughs) for anybody working on the game. I humbly offer my services. <laughs> I will turn off notifications on my phone. I will record for your independent video game for the low, low price of $5 American. That's right. $5 American. In fact, if you're paying me in Canadian money, I will take one loony and one toony. So that's $3. <laughs> you get a discount if you pay me in Canadian money. <laughs> So you make that happen, ladies and gentlemen, and you may hear my voice in an upcoming game of your choice. Who knows? Who knows? It could be one of those, like, boyfriend dating simulators. I could be the next, like, you know, uh, date my daddy. What's the name of that game? Daddy Date? Dream Daddy? Sure. (laughs) That one game where you're dating dads. Date My Octo Dad. Yes, I could be the voice on Date My Octo Dad. So what else annoyed you about the game, Dave? So the the big thing, the elephant in the room is you said, you know, if you find a couple of the tapes in a row, you're not finding a few of the tapes. You might be able to find each of them individually, but you're supposed to find seven tapes. And if you find, if you find seven, an eighth hidden tape appears, uh. but you get killed. As soon as you find one, the shadowy figure appears right next to you and kills you. And if you try backing up, he teleports behind you. He's faster than you. You can't outrun him. And even if you could, like I said, he teleports and kills you. I looked online for tutorials. I have videos, guides, anything. There is a tutorial on Steam that shows you where each of them are. But there are no videos of people actually succeeding in this. And if you look on the Steam achievements, it's a short game. There are only 6% of people, even in this short game, manage to pick up a third tape. Or less than 6% manage to pick up a third tape. You're supposed to find eight. So, as soon as you think you're done with this tedious task of finding seven tapes, they say, oh yeah, by the way, there's one more. That seems like punishment. And it appears where it wasn't visible before. And, yeah. Episodes one and three, there's basically no gameplay. It's just walking around and exploring and triggering the things you're supposed to trigger and that's that's fine. But the only real gameplay is in and, and it's so massively broken. And they said it was fixed and doable in February, but it's August now and I beg to disagree. You can always turn off your flashlight and turn it back on and look at your crazy demonically possessed hand. <laughs> that's a feature, son. and if you really love that wonderful song at the beginning of the game you can buy the actual soundtrack for the low price of five dollars or 
you can hire me to be a voice actor on your video game. Your choice. <laughs> I'm not, you know, no pressure. But yeah, both both are available. <laughs> <laughs> well, in terms of video games, kind of with the lower tier graphics and soundtrack as part of it, it's not free. But I would recommend if you want to support an independent developer, Neonstruck uh, from Minor Key Games, uh, David Pittman. I really enjoyed that, and the soundtrack was also quite good. It's kind of has a little bit of a Stranger Things type vibe to it before Stranger Things came out. Um, Ooh, that's high praise right there. I, I really enjoyed that game, and it was not this. No, no, definitely not this. We're, we're, yeah, this is not the worst game I've ever played, but it's not anywhere near the best. It's, it's, um, yeah, it was experienced. It happened. If you, if you decide to f- go on the foolhardy mission of playing this game, whether or not you succeed in Chapter 2, if you do succeed in Chapter 2, I tip my hat to you, sir or madam. I am thoroughly impressed. But whether or not you do, just skip to Chapter 3 at some point and play Chapter 3. You could play which other chapters. It'll give you an idea of what this game is trying to do and potentially failing to do. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that Chapter 3 made sense. I'm not saying that Chapter 3 was good. But it's five minutes, and it'll give you an idea of where they may be going with future episodes, which you should not play. Mm. But it was less painful than Chapter 2 was, and so by comparison, it was much better than Chapter 2. Yeah, Chapter 2 is a hard pill to swallow. It's so hard, the fact, that I gave up. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, I tell you what I'm going to do right about now. I'm going to transition into some good news. Dave, this is something cool. I I think I told you about this a while ago, but I want you to know, I want the listeners to know that fans of Digital Dumpster Diving can now proudly wear their fandom on their chest, their backpack, on their hat, whatever. Man, that's right. We have buttons. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Our friend, the button maker extraordinaire, Joe Martin, no relation to this guy. He made us buttons, and we will be offering them to our listeners. We're going to let you know how we're going to do that on the next episode, but I imagine that if you see us in person somewhere, we may have a pocket full, and we'll just give you one. So we'll say that. But other than that, we'll let you guys know how you can get your hands on the first run of the limited edition digital dumpster diving buttons. I don't even have one yet. That's how limited it is. Neither do I, but you know, now, I I know all of you at home are thinking, I love this show, I want to show it off, I should just tattoo their logo on my forehead. And now you don't have to. (laughs) You could just wear the button, which is conveniently removable. It's great! Yes, I'm having a a very uh, animated conversation about tattoo removal with some (laughs) friends, actually. And did you know that African Americans are resistant to lasers when it comes to tattoo removal? I had no idea. I'm assuming that most people in general are resistant to the idea of having something lasered, but... Well, yeah, resistant and, 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 you know, hesitance, yes, but I'm talking about actual lasers being applied to the skin. It doesn't have a strong an effect initially to to skin-rich and melanin, so it it takes more treatments and more money to remove tattoos if you are a darker Oh, that's what you meant. Yes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's your fun fact for this episode. <laughs> Good to know. So, Dave, is there anything else that you want to say about a step into darkness before we uh, we close the chapter on that? Just take a step away from the game. Don't take a step into darkness. Just take a step back from your computer. Right. Right. I, I concur. Full, fully concur with that. Uh, and on that note, we are going to entice you guys with uh, what we're going to be watching for the next episode. And of course, we're going to put all this information out in the internet. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, we're going to make sure you guys know what we're watching. But for those listening right now, it's called Final Girl. And it is about, uh, you know, what happens when a team of sociopaths try to murder an innocent girl but no no she is not an innocent girl she is an assassin and these two forces are butting heads the immovable object and the inevitable force i forget how that phrase goes but unstoppable force there you go that's it yes this is why we're co-hosts but (laughs) folks you're gonna enjoy this movie hopefully I hope I will, too. It comes highly recommended from a certain party, which will shall remain nameless until I watch it. But, yeah, um, that's going to be the next episode. We're going back to the theater for Final Girl, which is available for streaming on Netflix. You know, and what's, what's interesting is, wasn't this one of the, the final vignette on holidays? Oh, we said we were never going to speak of that again. Oops. But Didn't we speak no, of that last episode as well? We did. We did. It's just, <laughs> I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> we just keep you bringing just... it back up. <laughs> but no, it, it is it is similar in theory, but it is completely different, thankfully, and done by a completely different uh, production team. So, fingers crossed, it's better than that. It's got to be better than this. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Dave Martin. And stay the line. See, I, I, I ruined it. I was going to go with, and I'm Bob Vila. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> uh, what, what is it they say on Cards, Hulk? Uh, don't, don't trust my brother. <laughs> but that's mean because my brother's not here right now to, you know, defend himself. So I'll say this. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed our suffering. Tune in next time for another episode of Digital Dumpster Diving. Same bat time, same bat channel. Can we get sued for that? Probably. If you can't communicate on the weed, uh, besides just giving them a cursory, oh, you control your guy with WASD at the bottom left hand of the title screen, just kind of off to the side. That's that's just no, that's inconsiderate. Uh, so yeah, you you, you 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 broke off when you said um, if you can't something something something, then it garbled really badly. That's what I said. Actually, I was imitating the quality of the game <laughs> by making sure I garbled at that point. No, I was saying 